This is The Insecurity Project. If you are looking to solve the insecurity problem in your life, rather than just manage it, mask it or medicate it, you have come to the right place. This is the home of high-quality content and conversations about how to overcome insecurity. If you can do that, it's not just good for you, it's not just good for your friends and family, it's good for the world, so it's kind of important. There's some work to do here, but let's go do this work together. Now on to today's show. Hey friends, you're on the Insecurity Project with Jamin. It's 10-minute Tuesday time. Today I am talking about self-love. Very central to the insecurity project, uh, very central to the quest to overcome insecurity is to develop a deep, loving relationship with yourself. And I'd say it's out of the overflow of a, of a deeply loving relationship with yourself that you have the capacity to give and receive love to other people as well. So very important thing to being a successful human being. So thinking about how I could uh, explain how this works to you today, maybe in a way that you haven't heard before in a way that gives you some access to a new pattern of thinking and some different self-awareness. Because we all kind of get that self-love is important and you're supposed to love yourself better, but it's not as easy as it sounds. So here's three things that I trust will be useful to you today about self-love. Um, the first is that uh, it's, it's inside you already. Whether you're aware of that or not, that's a very important thing. And, and evidenced by the fact that we're all uh, very aware of being safe. So every cell in our body is hardwired for self-preservation. Instinctively, when in danger, chemicals are responsed to mobilize us to protect our vital organs, to get out of danger, to be safe. Now, why do we do that? What's the intention of protection? Well, it turns out we only protect that which is valuable. And the more value we place on something, the more motivated we are to protect it. The things we actually don't care about, we don't protect. So the people who think, oh, I don't love myself at all, that, that cannot be true. If that were true, why are you investing any energy in self-protection? Why are you even here? So self-love is, is always inside us. It is a central part of what it means to be a human being. However, just because love is inside you does not mean that love is being directed in a resourceful way or a healthy manner. And, and the best way I could describe what that means is using, using a parenting analogy. So, uh, you know, I, I've heard lots of people in my time as a coach say that their parents don't love them. Um, I'm, I don't think that's ever true. I think, again, instinctively, uh, it would be impossible not to have love for your offspring. Now, that doesn't mean that you do love well. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, and, and in fact, there's lots of ways where that love doesn't come out in, in a healthy way at all. So here are, here are some examples of that. So the overprotective parent. So for the sake of love, you know, mum wraps the, the son in cotton wool to protect him from the big bad world. Like, great, that's very loving, mum, but thanks, you've just ruined my life. You know, now uh, I have no capacity to function in the real world because I have no resilience no confidence that I can do anything without you. So you've actually, you've actually ruined my life. So yeah, great. That's loving. Thanks so much for that. So the overprotective parent is one way that love shows up unresourcefully. Uh, the abusive parent. So the, the bully, the parent who is physically violent, who is verbally violent, who is emotionally violent. Um, you know, there are many people who grow up with parents that are destructive 
and uh, you know, on their best day, when when that parent breaks down and is confronted with their behaviour, every single time they 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 say, "Look, you got to know that I love you. It's just the addiction. It's just." this anger that rises up in me it's just i find myself getting so upset i can't control my behavior and and some part of me takes over but you've got to know that i love you you've got to know that i do actually care about you Um, very hard to hear for a child because the behavior is totally incongruent but the parent would still say at the deepest level they have love for that child they just don't know how to behave in a way that that honors that love uh, the critic, so the the dad, uh, you, you know, on the sidelines watching their son play sport, who's never got a positive thing to say, never celebrates the wins, only focuses on the shortcomings, uh, and uh, you know the the parent who's just constantly critical, and again you deconstruct that strategy, and the parent would say, well, yeah, I'm, it's a loving strategy. I just want my son to be the best they can be. I, I want to. There's no point, you know putting air in their tires about what they're already good at, that's not going to get them to the next level. They need to focus on the things they're not good at. So yeah, this is love for sure. It's love. Um, it doesn't feel like that to the child. I promise you. Or what about the absent parent? That's another strategy. And I talked to lots of people whose parents weren't there at all. And they feel like there is, that's, that's pure evidence of hate. Uh, that that's the cruelest thing a parent could ever do. However, you deconstruct that strategy. And by the way, I'm not justifying any of this, but hear me, um, when you deconstruct that strategy, a parent who has a child, maybe when they're really young, maybe when they're, they are not mature enough, when they don't feel capable, they look at this gift, this, this pure, uh, innocent child in front of them and feel totally inadequate. Go, how could I possibly give this child anything close to what it deserves? If I get anywhere near this child, I will ruin its life. The only thing to do is to get out of the way, is to run away, is to hide, is to be absent because I'll ruin it. Anything I say or do um, will be bad. So my loving act is to get out of the way. doesn't feel like that to the child. They're like, yeah, I would have preferred you to be here. Um, So I think those, those four things show up in ourselves as well. Um, The overprotective parent, the bully, the critic, or the absentee. So um, the sometimes self-love in, internally shows up as an overprotective strategy. We just afraid of every possible danger, totally risk averse, scared to do anything. Sometimes that, that character inside shows up as a bully. We, we are the most negative and, um, and violent towards our own being. Uh, the things that we do toward ourselves, the, the hiding we give ourselves, the judgment we put on ourselves is so violent, so destructive. Sometimes it's the critic, you know, which is similar but slightly different because it's very present but very negative, constantly negative, constantly focusing on what is missing, what was lacking, what you should have done better. Sometimes there's just this absent relationship with ourselves. There's just no awareness. There's no conversation. There's no listening. There's no desire. It's just shut down completely. So I think the point is uh, that sometimes as you're growing up as an adult, if that parent continues that behavior and they continue to play the card and say, well, look, this is love. At some point you go, okay, this is not going to work for me. If you love me, you've got to do better than that. Mom, if you love me, you cannot keep wrapping me in cotton wool. You have to let me go. You know, dad, if you love me, you cannot keep picking on every negative thing that I've ever done. You know, you know, parent, if you love me, you, you actually got to show up. You got to be here. You got to advocate for me. You got to be present for me. And so, 
there's this calling to an account. There's this calling to say, if it's love, you got to do better than that because I'm not feeling it as love. So the same is true with ourselves at some point to go, yeah, okay, yes, there's love there, great, but it's not shown up in a way that's resourceful. At some point, enough is enough. If it's love, okay, then do better. For the sake of love, do better. Be present. Advocate. Be kind. Deeply love and accept. Focus on the strengths. Focus on what I'm doing well, not what I'm doing poorly. So there's this uh, line in the sand moment, this threshold where love gets called to account. And from that moment, things can change. So I think that's the challenge for each of us in terms of, in terms of our own relationship with ourselves is to hold ourselves to a higher standard around what love looks like. If love's there, great. We've, all, we've got, always got all that we need inside us already. That's a beautiful thing to become aware of, but that's not enough. Um, the responsibility and the choice around what we've been given to maximize that and to use it for good rather than harm. So I hope that sparked some thought around how you can improve your relationship with yourself today. Let me know if you've got any questions or thoughts. We're always interested in your feedback about these 10-minute Tuesdays. Um, and look, the, the Unhindered Short Course, you've heard me talk about that for the last few weeks. Lots of people have been jumping on and doing that and finding that really useful. I'm super excited about that as a resource to help you take the next step in this journey. Um, it's a real deep dive and, and it's, it's focused on changing the narrative that you're having. So there's lots of lightweight stuff in the personal development industry and I have this aversion to behavior management. All I'm interested in transformation. So that's my best effort at putting uh, a series of videos together that step you through a process that get you in the game to change the conversation you're having with yourself about what you're afraid of. And so anything that you're doing in that direction is going to be useful for you. Um, okay, we'll leave it there and I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. The aim of the game is to show up to life unhindered by doubt, fear and insecurity so that you can be at your best where it matters most. Now, if you're ready to begin the work of becoming unhindered in your life, the Unhindered Short Course is an eight-part video series designed to help you do exactly that. And at only $99 for a limited time, it's an offer too good to refuse. For more information, go to theinsecurityproject.com.